Hey everyone. Hi. It's Lara and a man named Edward. You've never heard me before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a full recline. Ed is laying like I was Kate Winslet in Titanic. We got to the bottom of it. We had to really do I had to launch an investigation into why Ed was so tired. And so I came as the only person whose house I will come over to to pod, except like high profile people, uh, other high, pro- other high profile people of his nature. And I'm on my way over and I see the text like, I'm so, I'm so exhausted. Oh, I'm in the bed. Like, can we pod from the bed? And I was like, sure, whatever. And then I get over here and he's like, fragile like kind of shuffling around like <laughs> doing a full fragile vibe fragile bird and he's like oh i'm just i have no idea why i could possibly be like exhausted in this way and i was like did you eat today and then the investigation was over because we realized <laughs> he hadn't really eaten today i'd had some ice cream you had some, I, I was like he was like i, I think i did but like I can't remember. And I was like, okay, yeah, so you need, just need to eat something. I was like, what did My you... My memory went... What did you eat today? And you go, oh, I I just... I, I'm trying to... I don't know. I just, <laughs> and I, and then you go, oh, I did have some ice cream. And I was like, oh, then nailed it. So you woke up, had some coffee and ice cream for breakfast, and then nothing else. And then started to get like painfully exhausted yeah. around 3.30 p.m., yeah. which is prime time for any sort of food related painful exhaustion full blown was in bed that's when i'm always like i must have an autoimmune disorder like (laughs) i literally was like what is happening to me why i was like i'm so tired today i haven't drank in months this is not fair what did i do why do i have that and then you were like and then I was like, it didn't even occur to me. Detective just Shane like, Hawes just got yeah, to the bottom of it. I need the food to get the strength to hold the mic properly. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too, though, when I get so, so hungry, I'm where so, I, yeah. I forget like what is even happened. Like, it took I'll get, me 10 minutes to figure out what I ate. Yeah, where I, I'll get hungry and then slowly slip into like a depression and then I'm like, oh my God, the depression's back. And like, why is it back? Like, I've been taking my meds. I've been working out. Like, everything seems to be going well. And then everything just goes wrong. And like, now I'm so tired. And like, oh my God, my neck hurts. Like, just everything's horrible. Like, this is it. I should probably just like go to bed. And then I'm like, wait, I think I'm just hungry. I My sugar tooth has been biting me in my ass. Because I've been waking with baked treats, not baking. I've been having like cookies for breakfast. I don't know. You know, sometimes with the coffee shop, I'm like, mm, that salted chocolate chip looks kind of good. That'll give me a little fuel, mm. sugar fuel. Your sugar demon. From. Your in sugar morning, demon is roaring in the morning. Oh, I love. I need it in the morning, but then I feel crap and I just need to stop it. My sugar demon has also been going. You know what I had last night? What? I had a little Sunday treat. What? I had. You made your own Sunday? No. I had. I love the idea of you buying all the toppings and being like, me time. 
No, but I did have like a me time, like silly moment where I just decided I was like, you know what? It's 10 p.m. on a Sunday night and I've earned this little treat for myself. That is literally the definition of a live, laugh, love poster on your wall. I truly live, laugh, love drove to Milk Bar and had their cereal milk ice cream with cookie dough. You're like, cheat night. No, I don't was like, this is bad. I was like, this is bad, but this is me being bad. You're and like, just don't tell anyone. Myself. I'm just story it. Shh, don't tell. Ah, I'm so crazy. Ah, Girls, God. don't tell. I'm being bad. No, I'm Sunday all. Night. I'm all about 2019. Is just like being bad and feeling like silly, but letting it go, and then just being like, oh my god, it's okay. I'm being kind to myself. I love that. You're getting more basic with age. I'm getting way more basic. Yeah, I was so like, I'm in sweat. No, it's like. That is like kind like kind of just what happens. I, I know. think long gone are the days where I I don't even want to step foot in a vintage store anymore. I'm like it's dirty. <laughs> I'm like it's greasy. <laughs> I don't know if it fits. It's exhausting trying it on. See, I, I even, still like a vintage moment. Simon loves it. Yeah. I just get tie tie, and I just want to get in and get out. Shopping is I don't like clothes shopping. No, oh, that's a very dad vibe of you. Yeah, yeah. Like it's totally me sitting on the bench waiting for someone grumpy. God, that is the, just the worst vibe. Yeah, that's why I don't go. I, don't I know. Bring but like, that vibe. I'm remembering just like when my dad would take me shopping, and like he would just sit there, and I'm like, can we just like. Can a man like can men just like participate in the shop? Like, what does it take for you know a what man it is to for enjoy me? a shop? A mall. Malls give me headaches. Oh my god, I love a mall. They make me feel like ill because usually the food is really bad there, and I'll like be hungry again. It's like hunger related, and then I'll so it eat sounds it. like you haven't when you go to a mall, you're already really hungry. Yeah, I feel like, like you're I owe not you. setting yourself up. Well, for then a I just get story. really tired at a mall. <laughs> sounds like. You yeah, maybe I felt like, earlier when I was in bed tired. <laughs> you you reminded me the feeling that I feel of at a mall. That I feel at a mall. Like so a headache, tired. You like probably... Like, I'm going to go like, out on a limb and put my detective hat on and say that you probably go to a mall around like... 4 p.m. Yeah. You have only eaten like a little tiny bird bite for it's like crowded breakfast. And it's annoying. crowded. You're now feeling like so Like the parking garage takes a good 20 minutes. I'm like get in and out in the mall. I don't I don't relate to any of I these. don't like trying on clothes. That's really, 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 really a main factor for me. But you can't get down with like just other people like no. having their mall moment. Oh no, because ultimately my opinion makes no difference in someone's clothing. Like they're like, "What do you think?" And it's like, if I say yes or no, it doesn't change anything that happens. That's pretty true. Yeah. So I'm just literally like, there's no point in me even answering this. Just decide and let's go. If I <laughs> if I'm trying on, I also love to take forever in a mall. Yeah, that, I, I love hate to go that. circle around the whole. We store. don't have a lot of mall experience together no, for a reason. There's a reason. Yeah, I would never ask you because no. I know it would be a mall. Like I want to go to a mall and find like mall. a cute like Michelin starred like dumpling place like Din Tai Fung and like Din have a moment Fung there. Is Din Tai? Don't go there. Change <laughs> of subject. I can't handle that right now. I'm too fragile. <laughs> don't challenge my notions of deliciousness right now i'm just gonna say i'm gonna throw back with your color-coded bookshelf i was not impressed by didn't i phone i'm not impressed with your bookshelf i know i feel like malls are a place of vape laws which is something we want to talk about yeah we wanted to talk about it because we're still really fascinated by we've i've had an epiphany 
Okay, yeah. You've had an epiphany. My epiphany is that the world craves vape lols. Yeah. I've been thinking 98% nonstop about vape lols ever since we really like spoke to the truth of what they are. And now I'm fascinated to go into like Instagram K-holes of vape lollers and really consume their content. And then, and only then has the law become funny to me because <laughs> it's so vape law that it like then becomes law. But I, I'm just so baffled by them thinking it's law. And then the 30,000 comments 30, that they comments. get like, it's where it's like, lady people that reminds me when we were doing that and it's like literally them like jumping in a tree branch and being like there's lava yeah the ground is lava lava challenge (laughs) vapors okay i hate that something i mean i get that it's like preteens and we shouldn't be shading preteens no it's it's not it's not just preteens i was there are adults that love that there was an adult vape lawler who has 24 million followers and I was like, it's but like they a, might be doing it to the preteens. I don't know, but it's like, I mean, I think this person has that many followers partly because she's really hot, but it's also because of her vape laws. And I think, <laughs> and I was like, the combination here is just like shocking, but it's like, I've never seen something so null that so many people, 24 million people, that's like um, all of America essentially <laughs> thinks it's hardly how many people are in America like 340 million. Oh, okay. Well, that, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that makes Cascade feel... didn't really make an indent. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have population classes it's called geography and just like social studies deal. Well, there's a gap in my high school education where no one told me how many people 24, live everywhere. 24 million isn't even... California. No, it's 55 million in California. Well, you're a geography buff. I like what I like. So, a chunk... It's a lot of... It's a 24 lot of million lo- is still laws. a lot. Of- Basically, it's the majority of people in the world are vape lawlers, is what we've all realized. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like, why is Dane Cook so popular? We get it now. Vape laws. It's vape laws. And like that teen, the teen vape lawlers are teen so wild Teen vape lawlers are like kind of cute. I guess like I other, but like you, I forgive that because I'm like teenagers brains aren't fully formed. So like, but I also am like, can wow, be the like, teens are so innocent because I feel like everyone was just like a bitch when I was growing up and it was like, everyone was like, let's watch Heather's and like smoke. And like now people are like, there's lava beneath your feet. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> and then like millions are like, ah! <laughs> but okay. I lo- the vape lollers also love to hang out at target and just like oh, film so much content. They love a target. I was just in a target two days ago. Did you think about filming? I did. I thought to myself, I wish Laura was here so we could make a vape law segment. And for the amount of time it took me to get my iced tea from the Starbucks, we could have because it took 30 minutes. So vape lawlers just love like a grocery store or a Target extended hang. I feel like it's all like product placement or something. Does I Target- want to this woman that you're talking about. I have to cut her name. I'll just do a beep like I did in the Like who was the team that I sent Okay, to? her name is a why can't you say her name? Because I don't want it to get back to her that I'm like talking shit. Oh, you don't want it now. to get 
back in the same way it's like mine did on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> but the community kept Throw up. some vape law balls. <laughs> <laughs> how do you spell, how do you spell it? <laughs> Stand up to vape lawlers for a change. I mean You spineless. Wait, but like like when is the world gonna stand up to vape lawlers? Or is the world just never are. gonna do it? You it's like why adults do people acting like children? She's like putting on a dr- Can I just say who is a commercially successful example of a vape law to me? Yeah. And I'm not afraid to say it. You have Anna vape law balls. Oh, she she's, is to me a movie a star equivalent of a vape law. Like this nerdy, like, <laughs> look at this. Oh my God, what are you doing over there? <laughs> and just sort of be like, well, I guess I'll start an acapella group. <laughs> And everyone's like, I love her. She's so quirky. She's like a little bit weird. And I like that. I like it a lot. She's honest. She's a human vape law. She is vape law making millions. It's She's what I think vape lawers aspire to be. But I think like, I feel like the way to make millions might be to just vape law 24-7. Well, I mean, that's what the majority, if we think about it, the majority of comedies are just one giant vape law. Like if you go to a, like a, in the theaters, a vape, like a comedy, it's a vape law. Oh yeah. It's they a suck. huge, but they used to be not vape no, laws. No, it's, we've evolved we've as a culture into, into just zero laws anymore. People don't want good, smart people laws. People don't want, want a law. They want, I think we're going back to like slapstick, like I don't even know what it but is. But even slapstick, like Ren and Stimpy was like law. Like Rocco's Modern Life was law. Vape laws are like like not funny but like supposed to be really vape laws are literally like you take the most basic thought like farting is no it's like literally an, like it's, it's not like, even a vape law a vape farting law is, a is law. someone waiting in line at starbucks and then discussing how they already have to take a shit and they're like people will be like no, relatable that, that's funny to that, me well <laughs> Well, you should do it. I liked that. She's like, should I already have to shit? That's not I'm going to get a coffee. What is a vape law? A vape law is like standing in line at Starbucks and then just like <laughs> ch- like checking your watch, being like, the line is so long. <laughs> oh, and then like checking your watch and it's like when you're stuck in line and it's like, then it's just slow. And then, and then it's and then like, it it's, it's up on Jaws the- music zooming in on the like coffee, on being the- like, dinner, dinner, I need the coffee. <laughs> Or it's like, or like closing up on the watch, and it just slows down to each second going. Yeah, and then the face is like, it's like a hot person being like, "What? No! (laughs) If I don't get coffee before nine, I die!" And then millions of people are like, "Sally, do you remember when we did this at the mall? We need our coffee." But, like, when did the world transition into vape laws being the most important law to everyone? I feel like I'm it started like, with YouTube culture. Do you think it's YouTube ushered in the era That's of vape how laws? I can pin it down. It's like when YouTubers became popular and then adults were like, maybe we should just be like YouTubers. And now everyone is. And now everyone's just trying to vape law. Yeah. Because there's money in vape lawing. A lot. So, like, early aughts. Is like the dawn of the vape law. I feel like it is. 
Y2K, Y2K ended laws as we know it. <laughs> People think that Y2K had no repercussions. Wrong. Y2K ended laws and launched vape laws. It truly did. Like, I don't, I can't think of a really funny movie in the theater that I've been to since like Bridesmaids. Yeah, Bridesmaids was. Like, can we talk, can we actually think of a really funny movie? I can't. Like a tr- like one oh. that I lolled consistently. At. I really like a handful of lolls, which is now basically like a B for me. I'm like, wow, I laughed a couple of times. <sighs> Vape balls have taken over. But how are we going to end? Like, I don't know what I would do I, as an adult with teens now that love vape laws. And you have to just be like supportive because it's like wholesome and you're raising them. And you're like, I guess if you like this. But I mean, like teen, like. I'm not talking about like teens. I don't need to take down a teen. Like I can let, no, like, I don't let them me. loll about whatever it is they need to loll about. But I'm talking about like holding adults to a higher standard because yeah. what is like the funniest show right now? Did you watch Broad City? I need to watch the new season. I love that's one of my favorite shows of all time. That show is a funny show. Yeah. Like consistently, consistently true lols, not like a vape lol. No, no. They like, make vape law jokes. Yeah. I'm not vape lawlers. Yeah. Like. I think they're in the know of like vape lawlers yeah. versus. They do vape life jokes, I think. Yeah. They're, it's such a good show. Everyone go watch it. I'm sad it's the last season. <laughs> <laughs> a moment of earnesty. I'm fragile. <laughs> oh my God. That's such a good show. You know, everyone just please go watch it. <laughs> please watch honestly you know everyone if you're listening time out if you're listening right now please please just go watch watch it it. (laughs) just go watch it you know what there's no harm no foul just do it just do it let me know what you think please just i feel like i mean vape laws have been going on for a long time though we might never win the war against vape laws because if i think about tv in the 90s a lot of it was a vape law oh yeah caroline in the city i never watched that so bad like most sitcoms seinfeld was a law no seinfeld of course seinfeld was a law friends had law moments doesn't doesn't age well for me that's just me it's kind of weird to me that I used to watch that show so regularly. And I know. And I look at it, I'm like, oh. Now, the, now that people like wear their love of friends as like an identity. Or it, like an ironic vibe. It really turns me off. I'm tired of the new 90s irony journey that's going on. It's not new. I know. It's annoying, though. And it's been... It's too long. I want to put an end to it. Is your pizza here? I Maybe. If I don't see anything and I don't hear a knock. But if I see one more flyer for a party in like late nineties, like Geocities, Google Paint font, I don't know what it's called. I'm gonna barf because I'm tired of that aesthetic. Yeah, it's not that aesthetic anymore. needs to be put to it's bed. It's like we that texture vibe is done. <gasps> the pizza's here. Okay, everyone, just take a pause. Check out Broad City. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We just had a realization. While I was eating while pizza. While Ed was eating his And pizza. you were watching Broad City. And you guys were watching Broad City. Yeah. Hopefully, please, hope, I really hope that you were watching. If you didn't, we, I'm available to chat about it. Okay, yeah. You should really check it out. Guys, just time out. Honestly, just do it. (laughs) (laughs) They're really good people behind the scenes. They're really great. Um, We just had a realization that white people account for, I would say, 95% of the vape laws in the comedy community. I feel like we need like a stand-up comedian here to say whether this epidemic is growing to like the stand-up world. I think with like, I mean, I don't, I Or is it just YouTuber Hollywood hell? I don't know. Like the last stand-up show I went to was a dark, it went beyond, it wasn't vape lol. It was just like a null. Stand up and I'm going to win tonight. (laughs) 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 Is hit or miss. And that's just the way it is. I love that. Hot take. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Really? It feels with Hit a lot or miss. of insight like, today. Sometimes it's good and sometimes, sometimes it's bad. bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Take it from me. <laughs> if you go to stand up, it might be good or it might be bad. Cool. So just like go in there knowing that. Wow. I've got a lot so to much. today. The pizza truly helped. As you can did, see. You, did it? It really it brought and you back I'm to like, life. It's now coma you're coming. Yeah, you're tie tie. Oh, um, tie tie. We okay, so I have my really intense animal spirit cards, not my medicine. They're my medicine cards, which is like a more intense than like the animal spirit card. So oh, we're gonna shit. draw one for vape laws and see what the just journey. Just like vape law as a concept. Vape law, yeah, as just like a or concept community. night or um, like Anna Kendrick. Everything. Okay. Should we actually draw one for Anna Kendrick? We should okay. honestly just draw one for Anna Kendrick. Okay, we'll just draw one for her. If anyone knows Anna Kendrick and can like put her in contact with the pod, I think she'll enjoy this episode. Please don't. <laughs> well, maybe she'll just teach I us her I feel scared. Law. No, it's fine. Okay. I mean, she's, she's she doesn't care. She's literally rich. She's she can so handle, rich. She can handle like two pod- people being like, you know what? Her brand of laws is just simply not for me. And she's like, I don't care because 98% of the country loves my laws. Can't yeah. get enough. She's like, guess what? I just, signed, three. I just signed a new deal for millions of dollars to for bring my va- more vape to bring laws. more vape laws to the world. So anyone who truly laws, sorry. Like, I don't care. I don't give a that shit. That is literally how she would do it. She'd be like, snarry with a little smirk. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Lars just made a really like oh gross I hate her face. I don't like that. I like that. I, no, I like I, that. You like talking shit. Like, no, I I'm, like to describe what I'm seeing no, for the readers. No, you love to like target someone and then <laughs> talk a lot of shit about them. I, We're not even targeting. Her. I only like to do that. We're targeting vape laws as a community. Air. We just happen to establish her as one. <laughs> the queen. Who's the king? There's so many male vape laws that I can't even think of one because there's too many. It's so like, I just need to look at whatever movies are out right now, and that will tell me. Wait, there, like, are no comedies out right now. Like, I'm looking, I don't see anything. Instant Family? That looks like a family movie. What are these movies? Where are the comedies? There's none. 
the upside. <laughs> Just Kevin Hart and Kevin Klein. Two Kevins together Not a lot. <laughs> That's what this picture is. It's Brian Cranston. Wait. Oh my god. <laughs> this picture really looks like Wait, Kevin Klein. I love also the shank factor of this movie, which is that they're like Brian Cranston, an able-bodied actor. Like we're gonna cast you. We cannot find a single like disabled actor no. to play. Impossible. This. So we're just gonna like tap into like an able-bodied actor to really bring home and like encapsulate this journey. Brian, you interested? There's no. There's no comedy. The mule. <laughs> I I went to see the mule over Christmas. Why, Why do you support I was Clint Eastwood? Like, I didn't. My mom paid. And I was like, I knew she'd be down to mule with me. <laughs> and then it was in the movie theater where the seat just like slowly, you can push the button and it goes like fully horizontal, which immediately means sleepy time for me. And I watched maybe the first 10 minutes of the mule. Then I passed out and I thought I had passed out for just like, five minutes but i'd passed out for the entire movie until about the end is but it I can about tell, muling it's about clint eastwood muling he's muling <laughs> he's muling um like drugs he gets into a situation is it an alt-right movie basically because everything no. he does is basically that no but it's really bad He's just like, a, he's a gruff so guy who like has no relationship with his family. And then he starts muling and he gets closer to his family, but the further away from the law. Closer? Muling weirdly brings him closer. That's but he's so old that it's like uncomfortable to watch because he can't really act. Like you can just tell like he's too old to like be going to a movie set every day. When are people forced to retire out of acting? I don't know, but he should be the person that get, that starts that trend. I want him away from everything. Like, it's unsafe for him to be, like, acting. Like, uh, you watch that movie and you're waiting for him to, like, fall over and break his hip accidentally. <laughs> I'm trying to find comedies even in... There's no comedy. In the iTunes store. I'm trying to find this section called comedy. There's none. Wait. The last good uh, comedy... Editor's choice? No. Wait. I'm, I'm going to say... Notable indies? That's also not it. What's also wild is when I'm in Oklahoma, the selection of movies that are out, there's like tons of Christian movies that get released in Oklahoma that like don't get released elsewhere. Really? There will be like three or four just totally conservative Christian movies that are... Wait, there's another movie that's considered a comedy called The Old Man and the Gun. Oh, yeah. I think I heard that that was good. Spy Who Dumped Me is... No. Oh, this is how bad the comedies are now, is that the popular movies in the top comedies are comedies from 20 years ago. The Wedding Singer in the top 10. (laughs) It's really good. Ferris Bueller. There's so few comedies that are good that people have to go back to all the old classics. Why don't people make a comedy anymore? Ugh. Wait, the big sick? That's not that funny. Yeah, that mean I wouldn't. Girls. I wouldn't classify the big sick as a comedy. I don't know why it's on the top. It's on the top because comedy. It, that's there are no comedies. There's I none. don't. I feel like Deadpool is an annoying type of comedy to me. Have Ugh. you ever seen it? Yes. I oh, I like never it. saw it, but I heard it's it was like good. nerdy. Like it's like 
that what's that annoying guy from that Kevin with another Kevin the comic, Ryan Reynolds no the comic store guy that's so annoying Ugh, him and Kevin skinny Neelan. tall skinny boy and Kevin comic guy <laughs> He makes all those annoying movies. Skinny boy. Yeah, there's like a skinny dude that's like the old school version of his comedy. Kevin, uh, he's like, it's like alt comedy. It's annoying. Please come for me. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you just look at it? I don't know how to find it. It says right there. No, I'm not looking Deadpool, at it Deadpool, right you can click no, on it. It'll say I was saying in it. like that type of oh, comedy. Oh, Kevin Smith? Yes, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. <laughs> Like no Jay and Silent Bob. What is it? Who's skinny guy? He used to have a comedy bit with like another like Jay and skinny Silent guy. Bob. Yeah, that they're lollers. Not to me. Mallrats is funny. Mm, it's all right. Oh my god, no! Mallrats is hilarious. I used to always think Jay was so hot. Is he he was one? on the hot list for sure. Shia LaBeouf is the hottest right now. Yeah. Whoever's dating. Why FK I mean, Twigs is the hottest man in the world. Yeah, but Shia's always. always been the hottest. She Not just always. dates the hottest fucking guys. I mean, Robert Pattinson is... Robert Pattinson's hot until we discovered him in that outfit, and then he lost a lot of hot points. <clears throat> Weren't you at that party with me where I was cornered into talking about lacrosse with him? Yeah. That wasn't. He was an all. Okay, are we ready? Yes, please. I'm going to pull the card. A bear. Is it a grizzly bear? Yeah. This is a read on me. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it's a bear market for lols out there i'll tell, <laughs> I'll tell you that was what. a dad joke bear Oof. uh-oh this okay so this book always has a poem before we uh. get into it. bear invite me into the cave where silence surrounds the answers you gave bear introspection the strength of bear medicine is the power is in the power of introspection. It lies on the west on the great medicine wheel of life. Bear seeks honey or the sweetness of truth within the hollow of an old tree. In the winter, when the ice queen reigns and the face of death is upon the earth, bear enters the womb cave to hibernate to digest the year's experience. <laughs> Literally, so I'm envisioning Anna Kendrick doing this. <laughs> this means, so far, I'm interpreting this to mean that laws have gone into hibernation. <laughs> <laughs> it is said that our goals reside in the West also. To accomplish the goals and dreams that we carry, the art of introspection is necessary. Maybe that's what we're it's time all to look doing inside now. and find the true laws. The true laws, yeah. Which you can't find. Because laws are asleep for the winter, yeah, aka the last 20 years. <laughs> to become like Bear and enter the safety of the womb cave, we must attune ourselves to the energies of the Eternal Mother and receive nourishment from the placenta of the Great Void. Oh God. The Great Void is the place where all solutions and answers live in harmony with the questions that fill our realities. If we choose to believe that there are many questions to life, we must also believe that the answers to these questions reside within us. Now this is saying we have to make our own laws. Uh each and every being has a capacity to quiet the mind, enter the silence, and know. Many tribes have called this space of inner knowing the dream lodge, where the death of the illusion and physical reality overlays the expansiveness of eternity. It is in the dream lodge that our ancestors sit in council and advise us regarding alternative pathways that can lead us to what our goals. What is the dream lodge? Dreamworks? This is the power of bear. 
the female receptive energy that for centuries has allowed visionaries, mystics, and shaman to prophecy is contained in this very special bear energy. In India, the cave symbolizes the cave of Brahma. Brahma's cave is considered to be the pineal gland that sits in the center of the four lobes of the brain. If one were to imagine an overview of the head, the top of it would be a circle. The south would be the forehead, the north the back of the skull, the west would be the right brain, and the east the left brain. Bear is in the west, the intuitive side in the right brain. To hibernate, bear travels to the cave, which is at the center of the four lobes where the pineal gland resides. In the cave, bear seeks answers while he slash she is dreaming or hibernating. Bear is then reborn in the spring, like the opening of spring flowers. For eons, all seekers of the dream time and of visions have walked the path of silence, calming the internal chatter, reaching the place and rites of passage, the channel or pineal gland. From the cave of bear, you find the pathway to the dream lodge and the other levels of imagination or consciousness. In choosing bear, the power of knowledge has invited you to enter the silence and become acquainted with the dream lodge so that your goals may become concrete realities. This is the strength of the bear. So basically it's saying, shut the fuck up. Vape laws are here to stay. <laughs> Go inside. I was like, these medicine cards make me sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more confused than knowing. My brain answers. turned off after like a minute. I know. You started looking at your phone. Well, I was trying to see what the community at Law Squad and Brew Crew wanted to hear us talk about today. Oh, good. One of the, one of a couple groups. That... <laughs> um. Wait. So basically, vape laws are here to stay. So basically, like, just there's just, like, no deal. answer to why just vape deal with laws that. are that was happening. That w- was like literally journey inside yourself. It's basically, and then, Anna Kendrick being like, "Deal with it." Yeah. And, and cashing another check. Yeah, and just like throwing the money at It's like face. you are just going to have to basically enter the void and then lol on your own. Outside and, like, of the womb. Yeah, and then like ex- embrace silence. <laughs> 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 so basically the future of laws is a TBD. It's really TBD. It's really TBD. The medicine card. The medicine card Really said, threw the tone of this pod into a darker place. Yeah, it was like... I thought maybe we were going to have like a law from that, but it's a dark future. You thought there was going to be resolution. Just some sort of like, well, at least we can put that away and check it off the checklist of things to stress about. But it looks like we have a lot. If you aren't watching Broad City, you should be stressing about laws. And you need to talk to your community. That's the only law available. Do you know what? Just like we have to keep each other accountable for like doing things that aren't cool and like saying things that are a no no, <laughs> we need to keep each other accountable for, for vape laws. laws. Yeah. So like, if you're with someone and you hear them doing a vape law, just kindly pat them on the back and listen. Like it's 2019. Like that's a vape law. Please stop. Yeah. And just that's, be like, okay. Just be like, you need to. Everyone needs to take accountability for their vape laws. We all make them sometimes, and that's okay. But we also need to like, it's our responsibility as lawlers to tune in other people to laws yeah and to tell vape lawlers that they're being vape lawlers in a kind loving supportive way yeah and in a be like, listen like why way. don't you try out this law instead like yeah. it's like just try that i love i love that kind of feedback because yeah. it's like i'm trying to give a hope to the card yeah negative feedback like just being like hate this is not helpful no. you need to also provide like it's a, our duty alternative. as like 
citizens of the globe that care about issues and laws, we need to constantly be on the lookout for things that are not okay, whether they be social causes or, or terminology, language, or vape laws. Yeah. We need to take all of those things on and 24-7 police them. Take a stand. We need to police, police, police. Yeah. Get in a goddamn car, buy something at Target, the law siren, and just go around and turn it on, swerving off the side of the road <laughs> when you see a vape law. Like if someone <laughs> a spilling an ice cream going to be like, Bleh! and they'll be like, yeah! Or like you see someone jumping to avoid the lava. You have to take just matters like, into your own hands, the vape yeah, law. Yeah, you got you to... Gotta, we can't just sit back anymore. No, you have to make a citizen's arrest. We have. To. <laughs> I would pay money to see you do a citizen's arrest for a vape law. On a vape law? Who does a citizen's arrest? Are they actually real? Yeah. How do you actually get, like, do you have to carry cuffs? I don't know. Or do you have to grab a, get a mob started? Like, I, think, I don't get how you enforce it. I think you just have to, like, arrest someone. How? I mean, I think you just have to pin, as if you can manage to pin their arms behind and them. And be like, this is citizen's arrest. And they're going to be like, oh, okay, sorry, my bad. I don't know. I, I, I think if in. you can, if you're strong enough to pin their arms behind mm-hmm. them as though you're cuffing them, you've successfully made a citizen's arrest. Okay, so arrest. you have just witnessed an insane vape law from a stranger in front of you at the coffee shop. <laughs> to bring it full circle starbucks or wait what if i what are you going to do if you see a youtuber adult not child you're not going to harass a child no only committing and above committing a vape law for the sake to spread to eyeballs out there that are going to be influenced by their vape law how do you make your citizens arrest go you say excuse me can i talk to <laughs> can i speak with you for one moment okay i'll be the vape lawyer. okay okay <laughs> You want coffee too? Actually, that's like you want nice. it. That's I know nice. I need it so bad. <laughs> What's going on? What do you want to ask? <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Go. Like the laws that you've been providing on social media and in the community are against everything that laws stand for. And I hereby am going to have to make a citizen's arrest. What do you mean? I have 48 million viewers. <laughs> I think that's when you have to get physical. Yeah. Then what do you do? You just have to grab, throw to the ground. Gotta get a coffee. Gotta get a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this reminds me of the I'm ultimate like, vape law. What? Can I tangent? Yeah. When I was looking for apartments, flash 20, wait, no, less than 20 years ago, but like 2001 or two. And I was looking and I was going to a lot of places with like that had like a lot of roommates because people would divide up a loft space with like makeshift walls and like call it like a place for six people. So one place I went to had five roommates that were all stand up comedians and they were god awful stand-up comedians and they were noise what do you call them they were like a like no like effects like what do you call noise sound effects sound effects comedian style all of them were the two that i had like the most contact with work like they literally i walked in and i was like (laughs) hi nice to me and they were like what do you think of the elevator (laughs) so slow (laughs) and the other one was like (laughs) 
<laughs> it was just, oh, and they were sweating really badly. And I immediately was like, oh my God, where's the exit? <laughs> and I was, I, <laughs> Paul, and they were like, do you like nuts? <laughs> like, awesome. And I was, I couldn't handle it. And then I was like, where's the room? And it was a crawl space, a crawl space. And then you would have it was to live up a ladder. Not only would I have to live with five other vape lawlers early days, the dawn of vape law mm-hmm. that did sound effects humor, which is one of my least favorite types. Yeah, that's awful. Like, where it's just everything you do, they're like, oh my God, that's so, so crazy. That's up there with like radio DJs, yeah. like, of, that are like, <laughs> which again men. seems to appeal to like millions and millions of people yeah. because they have the prime radio spot. When I was a, when I was a, when white girl problems first came out the book we had to like do certain like press things and with fat jew no our publisher had set up that was like later we did like a thing with him but like our publisher said like set up like radio call-ins for us to do and she was like, you sh- get up. You're going to do this like morning show that I guess was like out of Chicago with this like oh one radio guy. I don't remember like what his name was, but I had to wake up at like 6 a.m. and to like get on the phone at like 630 or 7 to like call into this radio show and like talk about the book. And I hadn't really done that kind of stuff before. So I was like a little nervous, but I was also like, what can you do? Like you just say like what it is and you like try and be like kind of charming. And basically you just need to get out that like white girl problems is available now. Like, please buy it. Like it's out today. And I called into this radio show and it's like this guy that's just like, like a pancake this morning like it's 9 15 time for morning farts <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically with like wily e. coyote and like roadrunner sound effects yeah like, and i was like why <laughs> would like this doesn't sound like a person that would like really be down with like white girl problems type of humor like interesting that i would call into this show but like okay like there's no getting off the phone like i have to just white do girl this. problems expose you to the most misogynistic straight men problems of the world yeah and so i call the show and he's like now on the line we have shunas and then he's like he's like author of white girl problems i've got a white girl problem my wife won't make me dinner and it's just like i was like did you say that yeah he made like a joke about his wife and i was just like uh like i already hated it and were there people in the background being like yeah like Like the sound everyone like laughed to like like, morning ricky and like farty mcsue Yes. And, and they then always have a little fluffer in the background who's just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so they were like all lolling and he's like just like spouting off like various like misogynistic like white things that he considers to be like white girl problems he's like when their tits are too saggy yeah basically <laughs> and i was like he's like talk through to me to like talk about something i was like well you know it was based on a twitter account and like blah blah, blah. and he's like Twitter account like bleh. and then I was like okay well the book is like out today so like if you want to buy and he was like who do you think you are you can't just come here and say what your book is what, what? his law to you yeah and then he was like who what fuck you uh, I'm hanging up and then hung wait, up on wait, me he was mad he got mad and hung up on me because on you the were air promoting your book yeah which is the point it was really of you confusing 
<laughs> he just hung up on me and I was like, Shock what? jock culture seems really intense to me. Like It was a shock jock hang up. And then I tried to call back and then I was just like, why would you Wait, me? is shock jock like just morning annoying people? No, I think Howard Stern it's started shock jock. It was like it's shocking. morning radio But now people. it's kind of gone into like morning radio bros. Can you imagine morning radio bros like at like a party like or like a convention of all morning radio bros i can i feel like they would love a convention they probably they're the types would. of people that like live for fluorescent like overhead lighting <laughs> they feel right at home yeah you turn on a fluorescent light and they immediately gather <laughs> they're like it's time they're like it's time <laughs> they're like i've been out since 5 30 <laughs> i gotta have my coffee they're the original vape lollers yeah. in need of coffee and like the craziest thing is it's not like it hasn't been tested you know, there's people behind it working on it to find out who's getting the most listens. Yeah. Those annoying people are just like the radio version of the girls that Amanda, whatever her name is. The the, the workout girls. The, yeah. Like yeah. Just like vape lollers on. It's just, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's, it's all around us. About. Yeah. It's exhausting. My <sighs> body hurts from like even impersonating. I know. Those that was actually, I'm worried that the readers are going to be like, annoyed having to listen to us in person because it was so much it was like an assault i'm nervous that we've talked about vape lols too much in this episode well you need to make merch with vape law on it yeah okay we got to move on we got to move on what are we even gonna we can't do- be stuck in the past If there's one thing I know to be true, it's that we absolutely cannot be stuck in the past. Yeah. It's either going to be good or bad, and you can't be stuck in the past. <laughs> one thing I'm certain about comedy is it's very hit or miss. Sometimes yeah, it's good, sometimes don't it's stay bad. in the past. Move forward. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what has even been going on with me, aside from just the longest month ever filled to the brim with trolls. I don't even know if I can loll about this month because it's so long, but I do want to know the reader, ask the readers if this is the longest January ever, because I've never noticed a multitude of memes about how long this month feels, and I don't know why it's so universal. Why does everyone feel this way? I did time other slow down a like little this. bit. It feels that way. It I cannot like, believe it's still January. It feels like every day got like six seconds longer, but More. over time. Six minutes. So that it now it's compounded to where we're just like in some long time cycle. We're in like a vape law vortex. We're in a full vortex. We're in a vortex that's like the long stretch before like election bullshit starts up again. Ugh. And there's all like rumblings about it. And it's like, it's just like this like void we are literally in the bear void in the hibernation cave before out i don't think february is that much better no february is randomly like so short but still so long but what's weird is that we live here and it's sunny and i don't know why this feels so long we're not in the middle of a harsh winter no but it feels like an eternity yeah like new year's feels like another life ago yeah i was a different person on new year's Eve. same I, I feel totally like different. I feel like I've, I've done a lot of personal growth in January. I love that. And I've come like a long way just like as a human being. Yeah. You've moved forward. I've moved forward. You're not staying in the past. 
it's I've almost completed dry January, which was a real there were a lot of tests involved. Really? Yeah. Where was the hardest test? The hardest test was getting pulled over and then immediately going into a dinner and I just all I wanted to do was take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to like rip a shot. I'm gonna drink for a few months. It's getting easier. Yeah. Just chill. Once you've not drank for like a month, you're kind of like, why even drink? Yeah. I like think about it and then I'm like, nah. Like, is the hangover worth it? The hangover or does the, more like the dry mouth. Yeah. The morning after dry mouth where you're like Ugh. too tired to get water. So you just like live in a dry mouth, like semi headache zone. Mouth. Yeah. It's like not chill. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I've had some good hikes this month. You did. You yeah. took a beautiful picture yeah, on a I hike. Took a be- like the best picture ever. Please. It was really gorgeous. Like did comment. you doctor that picture? No. It was just a natural. That's from- why I said it's the best picture ever taken wow. in the history of photography. You're a photographer. I am. You are. If anyone wants to hire me because I'm looking for other work, I would love to take a photo of you. I don't travel. You come to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding like a and good And my deal. rate is a lot. But... I think it's worth it. How much would you charge to take one good Instagram photo of someone? Do I have to publish it or is it just for them? It's, well, we can price it both ways. So like. I don't know. I can't put a price tag on that. (laughs) (laughs) So like. It's priceless. Does someone have to come out and then you guys go on a hike and then you take a photo of them? (laughs) How much? And they post for the photo. them to post, but then if you post it's the like photo, five hundred dollars for the hang. I'm basically for the selling hang. my hang. A thousand, actually. A thousand for the hang. And <laughs> I then, don't know. And, and I do it for great photo. Of them I would have to hike. put them. I would have to have them have to take that a vapeball test. That photo you took was worth a thousand. Because if yeah. I had been with you and you had captured me in yeah. that light. I, yeah. I would have said this is a thousand dollar photo. Also, it's like if the person's a lawler, the price goes way down. <laughs> so it's like I need to give them a vape law test because if they're like a huge gnaw or they're like someone that talks too much, which I hate. <laughs> um, like I just need some silence sometimes. It may not seem that way, but I do. Oh my God. There's nothing. Like when people are like, oh my God, where are we going right now? Look at this hike. Oh my God, are your legs hurting? Middle Look at this dirt. It's dirt in my shoes. Is this a cactus? I don't know. <laughs> Look at this dirt. <laughs> there are literally people like that. And you know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah. That vibe is not really like sound effectsy. It's just like an intense an interrogation. Interrogation. It's like you're being questioned by like the null police. Yeah. They just want to bring you nulls being like, Oh my god, you're really sad. Tell me about it. What's happening with that? Why? What are you journaling about it? Oh my god, are you feeling fat? Oh, that sucks. Tell me why. You're beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there just be your gorgeous. A special kind of gnaw <laughs> where someone just gets into your business and like is not really listening to you. Like they're just 
like speaking at you <laughs> and like you're being you're like speaking back to them just to be like nice and you're just like oh but yeah you're totally. also like please stop talking to me please like i've witnessed you be like, interrogated about your journaling yeah like which I've, is an insane thing to try to come to someone about yeah like, like looks like you're having you're, something personal. When someone is doing an activity that looks like just a them activity, <laughs> I would never bust into it. Like if someone has headphones on. It's like, looks like you're meditating. Oh my God, I love that. Oh my God, hey. Oh my God, hey. Wait, yoga's so What's new age, up? but I'm into it. Are you meditating right now? Are you now? new age? I am too. Shh, I go to Lululemon. Doing, Don't tell. Are you doing yoga right now? Oh my God, I love yoga. Are you, what kind of yoga? Are you in yeah. hatha? Or do you do hot yoga ever? Oh my God, I get so Do you have the Ayurveda cookbook? Yoga. It's so good. Uh, yeah, like I'm just not an interrupter. <laughs> there are just like people lit. Some people live to interrupt yeah. and like tell, like ask you about your journey, and then energy suck. Like just like suck all the energy that you had for the day. Yeah, like it's like if as if you did what I did, you ate the ice cream and were starving and tired, but you actually it's as if you went to the gym, ate a nutritious meal. Like you had like a lean chicken protein, like you feeling amazing. And then someone came to you and it suddenly feels like you just ate ice cream for the day. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. They turn you into an exhausted, just like sugar crash zone for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, all it takes is five minutes of that energy and I'm dead. I need a nap. Yeah. That's a, like, I can't force like a and, conversation with a thousand questions. The yeah. only person that gets to ask me a thousand questions is my mom. True. And that's like, and I can barely handle that. That is what it is. It's just a lot of questions that they so don't many, really have the patience to listen to the true answers. It's about. just like they're thinking about when they can ask you the next question <laughs> and not really thinking about like the answers that you're giving or thinking about like the body language that you're giving. I know. Or the even the activity that. that you were doing before they decided to ask you 40,000 questions. What I love about that is when you're doing something alone, they ask you a million questions and then they finally get the picture like an hour later and then relay the information to someone else being like that person's a bitch and you're like excuse me what the i was so nice i said uh-huh every five minutes to you do you hate when that gets back and you're just like come on i have not there i don't think i've had that get back to me. i have like via yeah I mean, has it gotten back about me to you maybe uh- <laughs> But I'm pretty good now about being like, I'm actually like journaling. So I saw that not work. Yeah, that didn't work. You tried it with that person. I tried to be like, yeah, I'm just like doing my morning pages where I journal in silence. I was like, oh my God, tell me more about that. Like, are you actually quiet when you do it? Like, how often do you do it? How quiet are you though? Do you control your breathing? Do you do like no talking at all when you do it? Or do you like sometimes you take a break? What happens if you have to cough? Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, just, I can't. I'm exhausted thinking about it again. Yeah. You need something that brings us life and love. How long has it been? Is it reader mail time? It's reader mail time. Love that. Let's do some reader mail. This was sort of like an episode where we talked about nothing a whole time, which I love. Is that okay? I like it. Okay. Does the reader Do the readers like it? Yes or no? If you hate it, DM me again. Do you no one did. tell him how much you would Yeah, it? no one did last time. I know. I haven't had an episode in a long time where I've just talked about nothing. We just shot the shit and shot the shoot. We did it all. We literally did the bare minimum <laughs> of what... <laughs> I was in full recline. 
You were in a pizza. You in the laid down. I'm not getting paid for this, but I did get a great candle from someone. Thank you, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> so that really keeps me coming back when I get those. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much. Just like a quick little like expensive candle journey, and a I'm back quick, for more. Doesn't take much. Just an expensive candle <laughs> only. $60 minimum. 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 Are you kidding me? <laughs> Nothing less than $60. That's a joke. That's not a candle. That's just wax. Yeah. We've lolled a lot. I feel like if we're laughing, then it makes it a good episode. I but hope. I could be, you know what? I've been wrong before. I know. <laughs> I hope this really goes. I hope this went over well. We have a scented candle right now, so it's like full circle. It's a beautiful for full circle moment. Yeah, it's full circle. Like it's my like, candle stash is getting pretty low. So if anyone <laughs> wants to jump on the wish list and like, my wish list is now almost exclusively beef and candles, <laughs> and they won't change it. That's all I want in life: premium beef and premium candles. Okay, Are you, I'm ready for some mail. By the way, my star my star rating is bad. Your star rating is terrible. I'm upset about that, but okay. not that upset. It's not my thing. No, you it's don't your really thing. Care. It's your thing. It's my thing. So I'm happy for you that yours is a lot higher than mine. By hundreds I'm of in thousands. The five, oh, by hundreds. Of hundreds thousands. of thousands. I'm in, I'm in five figures. You're I've, six. I almost hit. I'm in no, low five figures. You're at 100, right? No, oh, what are you, 50,000? I was like at 42 <gasps> or. I'm at like 690,000, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you're like. I'm low. Yeah. Your star meter is real bad. It's bad. My star's feeding and has been feeding for years. Your star, you know how like stars burn out, but you don't see them burn out until seven (laughs) years later. That's what your IMDb star meter is. Yeah. It's been dead. Yeah. But now you're just. Never really shined that bright. You're just now realizing how dead it truly is. Meanwhile, mine is just growing. Fucking supernova taking off. Yeah. If you're listening to this episode, and you have IMDb Pro, head on over to that website and just look up my name. Don't even throw me the search. Because no, it's don't. just like, it's let my star much, burn out and die. It's way too much work now to yeah. get Ed up. You really need to yeah. be concerned about just one Laura. person. Just if you're going to do anything for me, Raven. you might as well just get me a candle. Don't worry about the star. She wants the star <laughs> reading up. So if you're if you're listening and you want to do something for Lara, she just wants you to look up her name. I want a star and a wish list no. item. <laughs> I want both. I want to have you it can't all. Have both. Don't tell. You should never oh. go and tell a woman that she can't oh. have it all. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dear Lara, an esteemed guest, I will admit I'm a new listener, but I believe I've found myself in the middle of not just a babe <clears throat> moment, but a babe journey. Here we go. I've been dating my current BF for a little over a year and a half. For the most part, it's great, but I'll go past saying he's a bit controlling and straight to saying he is a vice grip on my life. I graduated from college in May 2017 and was living at home working locally. Gotta stack that cash while you're rent free. It's important to note that he lived with his parents as well, about an hour and a half away. We started dating in September and his fam had been planning a trip to Greece for his dad's birthday the next August, which they invited me on and I sort of agreed. But this was a person I just met and this trip was a year away. So I felt like, whatever, I can say yes. And if we break up before then, it won't matter because I don't really plan on going anyway. Fast forward to June 2018. We're still together. My longest relationship ever. God bless my strength. And he was like, okay, time to book our flights to Greece. 
oh, fuck. I'd already used 11 vacation days earlier in the year and was not going to have enough left to go on the trip. I told him that and politely declined, causing him to flip the actual fuck out. (laughs) Basically, what happened was my people-pleasing self caved like a bridge designed by a civil engineering intern when the first car drove over it. Okay, okay, I know I might sound like a prick because a trip to Greece is amazing, and it truly was, and I'm so grateful, but I had to quit my job to go. (laughs) Yikes, and also, babe, it gets worse. He offered for me to work for his mom after we got back from the trip, but that meant moving in with him and his fam. Again, babe. So fast forward to now, I've been living and working... living with and working for his family for about four and a half months but i'm moving to boston because his mom is expanding her business and i'm supposed to run that location totally dope but thinking about how intertwined my life has become with his family truly gives me a pit in the deepest corners of my stomach they're super sweet and welcoming but i don't want to be absolutely fucked if things go south between my bf and i did i mention we own a car together now as well (laughs) i know yikes In an attempt to untangle my financial and living situation from his family, I went on an interview for a job that's totally up my alley. It's what I went to school for, what I'm interested in, right in Boston where I already have an apartment, way more money than his mom is paying me, and an amazing career starter. But I didn't tell them about it because the thought was that if I don't get it, it's not worth ruffling feathers, right? I love your thoughts. Well, prepare to turn on the industrial fans in the chicken farm because we're about to ruffle the fuck out of some feathers. I find myself here. I was offered the job and am now brewing myself over what to do. The job is what I want, but I'm afraid my BF and his fam are going to freak the fuck out at me if I quit working for his mom. They've employed me and housed me for the past four and a half months, and I don't want them to resent me for just piecing after they've given me so much, for which I truly am grateful. Anyway, this feels pretty babe to me, and I'm seeking your advice. I'm only 23. I thought this was going to be a fun, flirty, and free in my early 20s. I love my relationship. It's just everything around it that's so babe. Love the podcast and the content you produce. Love and light. Tied down 20-something. You have to take this job. Yeah, you have to. You cannot not take this job. That's just, like, simply not an option. Grease is amazing, though, I will say. (laughs) The thing about Greece is it's so amazing. Everyone, you should check it out. It's, try it out. Greece is very chill, and that's amazing that you got to go on that vacay. And also that, that you were in a position where you could just like quit your job and loll off to Greece. <laughs> like, congrats. <laughs> I love that for you. But now this is the real deal. And like you are young and could probably get away with like not taking this job, but like you need to take it. Yeah. And I have to say that I've never seen a family business situation that feels chill to me. I find family businesses to start to get really creepy quickly when it's like the entire family is applied and employed. And then everyone's just like part of the biz. I I don't know. It creeps me out. Yeah. I think I'm nervous for you and I think you should get out. Yeah. I think, and actually you Four and a half months might seem like a long time to you, but it's not that it's long really at long. all. It's, it's basically nothing. This it's not January. even half a year. Since January, yeah, it's the January of like time frames. So you just have to be like, thank you so much. And if honestly, if they're like, fuck you, like you're gonna take your dream job that's perfect for you, then we hate cool. you, then they're not cool, and you need to break up. And it's giving you just the excuse you need to like end it and move on. Yeah, if, yeah. Are you gonna? Uh, did she say she was gonna move into her own apartment? This is a, I think so, or Not in an apartment. House. Yeah, this is just this is the opportunity you need, yeah. and it's a turning point. 
and you either just like remain a family's bitch for life or (laughs) (laughs) what i have to be harsh because i feel really passionately about this you can't just yeah you have to take the opportunities yeah if you said no you're the only person you're hurting is yourself agreed keep us posted on how it goes yeah i hope your boyfriend's family does not listen to this podcast because they would for sure know that you wrote this question i'm curious if there's any like 50 somethings that listen 60 something yeah are there shout out to monica oh love who sent me i'm imagining my mom listening to this i'm like really curious what she would think i don't know what your mom would i think. should play it for her would for she strap. lol well, she probably wouldn't get a lot of it. She'd be like, I don't know. I couldn't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> my mom For those in the bonus episode, they know. Got a lot of comments about the mom. Oh, yeah. My mom just, if I'm laughing, she laughs. I love Linda. Yeah. Linda's conservative side isn't my favorite, but I love Linda's other sides. Yeah. It, the conservative side really baffles me <laughs> every time I encounter it. I don't, I have never understood. Like, news is fake. Oh, well. Just like global warming is uh not not real <laughs> that is a i'm like so what but then, love just not real sorry doesn't trust al gore <laughs> <laughs> i love how everything suddenly fell on whether you had your gut reaction was okay what's what? your gut what that everyone just follows their gut now it's like just a fact it's like whether you like it or not it's just science i i, I love that everyone's like well my gut tells me it's not the global warming yeah, is my not gut a problem. doesn't feel good. My gut feels like it's a lie. My favorite. That's everyone's I like, no, like, I just don't like it. Babes of the week are the people that are responding to the polar vortex by being like, we could really use some fucking global warming right about now. <laughs> Jeez. And it's like, that's not what global warming is not just like a warm day. <laughs> you stupid. fucking idiot. They are really so fucking dumb. But like, I don't understand when someone said like, when someone is presented with like a scientific report, there's like no, they're just like no. I, I, that's the thing that consistently baffles me is the lack of like where it's just like facts aren't real. You're just like sorry, no. You're like this water is wet, and I'm like no, it's not to me. But like the way I, I don't like it. You're one. like oh, there dry. are cities in America that are slowly sinking underwater, like, no. and like this science all points back to like. Then they say like it comes in circles. It's just like the way it is circles i love that it's like i love people that believe like that the earth is like six thousand years old and flat the bible said that i know the dinosaurs are a myth or dinosaurs and humans lived at the same time yeah we could pet them creationists are wild i met one recently like i remember growing up and being told that that evolution was not real and that that was like a bad to believe that and then i went to school and they were like they were like, this is biology. Like, this is, this is how it ha- everything happened. Like, evolution. And then I was like, so... When I'm, being, like, it's all a lie when I'm like being tested on it, and then the only way to pass the test is to like tell the right answers, which is what science says, which is the truth. But then someone else... Is saying, I'm just, uh, I like can't imagine just not believing scientists. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Do you me. think that they're just trying to troll? No, I think they're just no, but so I mean, stubborn. Do people that not believe in scientists and what they say, like creationists. I think and, like, flat earthers are just trolling us. 
Well, flatter. I'm not talking about that. Oh, like that's a whole. I know, other, that's a whole other thing. That's a stuff. whole other. I know. I know. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like, creationists are creationists truly, and climate change deniers. The one I talked to recently was so far up his religion's ass that I felt like he just was like, he was like, I'm sorry. Like, he's like, I see that you don't think that way, but this is how, what I believe. I know. But then and I was just like, that's not real. I was like, you don't believe in science. It's just, I, but I guess this is ugh, just a moment where you have to listen to each other and just yeah, hear each other. Listening does nothing. You listen and they're like, well, but like the thing <laughs> is when you try and argue with like, I didn't that, even argue. I just was like, what is this actually? Well, how I you get, feel? I get angry because I, I'm like, this infuriates me. I kill them with the calmness and they get annoyed that I'm so calm. I just get furious. And then it's like, then I turn into like a bad person, a bad lefty, a bad lefty. Yeah. Because I just can't listen and accept that, like, Snowflake. Some, that some people are going to believe that, like, some people will see a rock and say, like, and a scientist would say, like, that rock is, like, millions of years old, like, according to these tests, like, car, blah, blah, blah. Like, and they yeah. would be like, no, there's no way. <laughs> sorry. I love it. Just like, sorry, no. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't get that. But I, I also either. believe in like psychics and stuff. So seems more plausible to me than denying science because it's not proven. Yeah. And there we have proof. I believe in energy. I believe in proof. I be, and there's science behind that. But are you just supposed to, I guess it's like this is America. So you just let people like do their own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Great summation this is america so you like just let people do their own thing but that's like america right america's all about just like freedom to believe whatever crazy shit you want to i mean so other people can wanna, believe it elsewhere if too you want, no but like in other in a lot of other countries you can get like killed for no, not like believing but in like stuff. western europe you can be a nutbag but it's just like everyone's like no that's wrong yeah everyone's like okay you psycho but in america you can find a, a lot large of people, community a large community that can rally behind your belief a lot of vape lawyers i bet the overlap is probably big yeah but like you can just be like i am not gonna believe science and then we everyone just needs to respect that because it's america <laughs> and you can just do your also, own also you thing. can find enough people that also just are like yeah i don't want to no and they're then like, then you're like, well, we're neither. right. Yeah. It's pretty bullshit, right? And then you're like, yeah. <laughs> just sorry, I don't believe it. So I guess like at the end of the day, I just am going to respect creationists. And I don't. I, but I don't know. Like, I have what no else. respect for a creationist. I guess I'm just going to be like, it's wild to me that you don't believe in science. But like, this is America. But then they do believe in science selective they believe selective in selective science. science what science do they believe in you know it's like, like they med- understand that like pregnancy is real yeah <laughs> like medical science. yeah like medical science and there's tons of science that they're like i like that but i don't like this <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so weird it's basically a gut thing they're like mm, i don't like that one i don't like it that one my gut says no to that right one to icky but like what is the problem <laughs> like why are people so pinched about just like trying to save the environment? Why do some people see that as like an affront to their said? They're like, people are like, wow, animals are dying and like whole cities are sinking it's, underwater. Like maybe we should just like help them. And this is like what's happening. And someone's like, how fucking dare you? 
Because what they're the, the most, no, they're the no. most selfish people ever. They're literally just like, fuck it. Fuck it all. No, who cares? All animals die. We all die. Just get the money. Fuck it. We need our guns. I mean, I, I know it is really weird though. It's like, it's like, seriously, like, it's like, why don't we just like help out? Like that polar bear is like really sad. It's like, gay. Hey, guess what? Like we can like, actually, we can actually not. just like make like energy in a different way. So like people could like, they don't consume have to like, less. yeah, they consume less and like it costs about the same. And like there, we can make jobs for people that are like losing their jobs. And in there's this people one that industry. like out of spider are like, I want more plastic. There's like people that are like a drill, baby, drill. The oil heads. Oh, yeah. Sarah Palin. Drill. That's super Oklahoma, though, too. They love a drill. They love an oil drill. They're just like, spill it. They love spill like it a quick. frack. And it's caused a lot of earthquakes. <laughs> Matt <laughs> Damon made a movie about it. They don't believe it, though. They're like, that's not what the earthquakes from. Yep. They're like, that's not true. <sighs> Next mail. Next mail. Uh, this is, we can go forever. We could go forever. Hi, Lara and guests. <laughs> I don't know what is compelling me to write you and confess my babest and truly most embarrassing moment of my entire life, but here goes. It all started when I was 13. I used to go over to my out and proud gay uncle's house almost every weekend because he had a swimming pool. One day while I was changing out of my swimsuit in his bathroom, I decided to rummage through his shit. I ended up finding a stack of Playgirls and other various gay porn magazines. At the time, I was deeply in the closet, and I thought I'd found the holy grail. Every time I would go over to my uncle's after that, I would steal a magazine or two when I left. I would hide the goods in my rolled-up towel, and then when I got home, I would masturbate furiously while <laughs> taking in all of the hot, hairy, hard men. It felt deliciously naughty of me, and I loved it. I would hide the magazines in one of those plastic storage tubs in my room. Over time, I probably stole at least 15 magazines. <laughs> each time, uncle doesn't notice. Each time I would go to my uncle's, he would have more magazines. My sticky fingers couldn't help it. <laughs> Surely my uncle noticed the disappearing magazines, and to this day, I think he was chill with the fact that I was stealing them. One day, as I was looking through the ads in the back of the magazines, I found a phone sex number. The ad promised one hour free. At the time, I didn't have my own cell phone, so I had to wait until the middle of the night to steal my mom's phone. It was a 1-800 number, and as promised, I received one hour free and didn't need to input any credit card information. Score. (laughs) Sometime later, I spent the night at my grandma's house. While packing, I knew I would get horny in the middle of the night, so I looked through one of the magazines and found a phone sex ad promising free time. While at grandma's, I found some time to be alone on her computer and Googled gay porn. This was before I knew about deleting browser history. And that night, I used my grandma's house phone for a little phone sex journey. (laughs) Fast forward to the literal most embarrassing day of my life. I was getting ready to spend the night at my grandma's house. My mom wanted to stop at Blockbusters on the way to return the DVDs we had gotten a few nights before. I searched my extremely messy room for the movie I'd rented, but could not find it. I went upstairs and told my mom that I was having trouble finding it. Mistake, mistake, mistake. She told me she'd come downstairs and help me search my room. Immediately, I thought about my massive porn stash (laughs) I had in my room, but it was too late. My mother was already headed downstairs. While she was searching for the movie, I made it a point to open the plastic tub in front of her to make sure she didn't look in. Nope, the movie's not in here, I said, and closed the lid. It didn't work. After a few minutes, she started to open the tub. It's not in there, I said. I grabbed the lid and slammed it shut. That was all it took for my mom to go absolutely ape shit. 
Let me look in there, she screamed. I panicked. I opened the lid, grabbed the stack of porn, and ran out of my room. (laughs) (laughs) Ran out. I love running with some of it. I love not, that's like a not chill, not helping the situation. To take it and run (laughs) is only going to pique a mom's interest. I ran upstairs to the bathroom, locking the door behind me. Seriously, George. Started to tear up the magazines and tried flushing them down the toilet. It wasn't working. I was panicked, and all the time my mom was banging her fist on the door, demanding me to show her what I had. You have to remember all of them. I was in the plot. Fifteen. I left fifteen, just trying to destroy the evidence. (laughs) It's a lot of magazines. I, they're, to shred. Also, they're not going to flush. You should have burned them. <laughs> well, that's a hazard. You have to remember, I was in the closet, so by showing her the porn also meant that I had to come out to her. I decided it would be best to be true to myself. I unlocked the door, threw it open, and screamed at the top <laughs> of my lungs, "I'm bisexual!" <laughs> My mom's face fell and she no longer seemed to care about what I had. Her response was, "You're grounded." Uh- <laughs> That is so sad that that's the way it is. To add insult to injury, the DVD was sitting on the kitchen table the entire time. (laughs) I ended up spending the night at my grandma's that day. And for the first time she asked me, the first thing she asked me was, have you been looking at pornography on my computer? (laughs) I denied, but she knew I was lying because she responded with, you also owe me $20 for your phone call. (laughs) Mortifying. Grandma's chill. Grandma's chill. I apologize if my email was too long, but I had to share my experience of being a horny teenager with you. I still look at porn, but the need to call a phone sex line died that day. P.S. Grandma never got the money. I love that. I wonder if mom is super accepting now and grandma. I want to know. Um. Yeah, we need a follow up. I love these are like relatable stories. These are really these are relatable good. content. I love you're grounded. That's not relatable to me, but... That's actually in the grand scheme of gay stories I've heard from other gays. Not that bad. Oh my God. I've I was heard, like, always getting uh, grounded. I only got grounded once. I was in a constant state of grounding. One time I got grounded for shaving my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I was grounded for two times. One when I was young for talking back at a babysitter. Oh yeah. You told us yeah. about that. And then another time for throwing a party. For the that. ice cream. Yeah. The ice cream. Did I tell that on a pod? <laughs> yeah. Um, but wait, I want to talk about, I too, I don't even think I had a playgirl. That would have been like extra chic. No, actually I liked what I had cause there was like penetration involved. I had like a straight porn and then it would zoom. My eyes would focus in on the D <laughs> oh, and then yeah. I'd be like, it's straight, whatever. It's straight. So I can't be. Yeah. Gay. I'm bi or something. Oh, I want to know also, oh, is, are you bisexual still? Or was this just like one, a stop on the way yeah. to gay? Mine was a stop that I practiced for a while. I went to an open mic night recently, and then there was a vape lawler there who was screaming jokes about, like, the bisexuals are just homos. And I was like, wow. That's exhausting and stupid. Clara, my queen. (laughs) I've just discovered a documentary on Amazon Prime that you have to check out if you haven't already called I'm a Porn Star, Gay for Pay. As the title implies, it examines straight men and gay porn from perspectives of straight and gay performers as well as street interviews. What's most interesting about the doc is that almost all of the straight guys love the sex. 
Even if they still identify as straight, only date girls IRL and say they aren't genuinely generally attracted to men. All but one guy who was super defensive, so who knows if he was honest, said they liked the sex and would keep having sex with men after their porn careers end. Some of them did have experiences and or thoughts about men before porn, but they all say that once they started to experiment with men, it really opened their minds, not just sexually, but socially, emotionally, etc. I know you've been interested in bisexual butterfly men, so I really think this doc would appeal to you. And it's only 50 minutes, so not a big time commitment. I'm sad now. I want it longer. Also, an added bonus are some of the guys' names that are seen in cryons during their interview. Example... Alex Alex Mecum and Aspen from drillmyhole.com. <laughs> Lol. Love and light. Love. Wait, that's amazing. This. I want to watch that for sure. Okay. I also, feel like do they are they do they bottom and love it too? I wonder. Probably. They're gay for pay. Yeah, that's incredible. That's interesting. I want to hear their perspective. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. That they're just like, you know what? I love it. I'm straight, but I love gay sex. Guess what? You have a prostate, and yeah. if that gets titillated it starts gonna making it really makes me think of though about like what then what is gay sexuality is a construct i know fine. it's just I'm like, fine i'm sorry mom <laughs> grounded <You're> grounded <laughs> no i like um i was thinking about like if i was to run for president what platform would i run on and it would just be like if i'm president i'll make a government sponsored program that makes guys have to get fucked in the ass by girls <laughs> <laughs> they have to get pegged like everyone every, at the age of 18 has to be pegged. every man at the age of 18 has and required to be voting pegged. i hope what and required voting yeah you must vote it, that's how you could get a lot of voter turnout yeah it be if like, you vote you don't have to be pegged well no just vote <laughs> yeah. and then we'll majority rule on the pegging yeah but like i'll bet you a lot of people would come out to vote their opinion on that that's true but i still think that every man (laughs) i always i don't buy a sing. i don't buy it once i don't buy a single straight person that says no i I don't like that idea i think they've all thought about it being fucked i just do i think it's really good for a man to feel that and if they maybe they only thought about it like once for a second but i know it's like i don't believe someone's like i've never once never never guys that are super weird about like having something in their butt clearly are like shoving shampoo bottles up it all the time well not even that but it's just like why are you going to be so close-minded to something you've never even tried like i guarantee you i guarantee you we could do this in a way that you'd like yeah it's like nope don't believe it but also, it's like, do we need to respect their boundaries? Because as I'm saying that, it sounds <laughs> well, you really rapey. Just advocated rape. No. Yeah, you were like, everyone needs to be penetrated at age 18. That was a creepy thing for me to yeah, say. But think about that, please. If you think it was creepy, please DM me. <laughs> <laughs> DM me if you thought it was creepy. And that talk shit. That. Talk shit about me, me to Ed. Fully talk shit to me all about it. I yeah. promise I won't scream at prom. Please roast me. Roast Laura so hard to me. And roast me because I asked everyone to DM if you don't like the show. So I'm expecting so many fucking roast beef sandwiches sliding into my DMs. Please. Do we have time for one more mail? One more. One more. Okay. Hi, Laura and guest. 
When it comes to hookups, I'm usually a total babe exclamation point. I'm easy and breezy about most things. I'm down for whatever and very sexually performative in a way that guys seem to enjoy. Most importantly, I hardly ever catch feelings, which flaky Tinder douches find especially attractive. Lol. I basically have a lot of chill hookups and don't stress about guys never texting me back. When I do catch feelings, however, something in my brain chemistry just snaps and I become a total monster. My brain starts going a mile a minute. I question every single behavior of mine and my partners and I act out on jealous and absolutely psycho ways. Basically, I become a full tilt babe. Last year, I caught feelings for someone and literally signed up for talk space, like chat room therapy, just because I needed to talk garbage gibberish about him all day, every day. My friends were sick of it. I flooded this poor woman's messages for like three days, then canceled the account. Since then, since this pod is my safe space, I was wondering if you all relate to this dynamic. Chill and rational until catching feelings, an absolute nightmare when in love. Do either of you have stories about this or any tips to help with overthinking and driving yourself crazy at the first hint of a crush? Mm. I do it every time and subsequently have alienated basically everyone I've ever had feelings for just by acting bonkers. Love you. Love the pod. I actually do have experience with this. Oh my God. Same. Major experience. When I first came out of the closet, I think it was such a relief to finally be like, oh my God, I'm going to date guys that then I like... I think this happens to a lot of people, but like immediately I was like, oh, now that I'm out, it's going to be easy. And of course, it's not dating sucks. But I just was like, every single time I'd meet someone, I like them, even like a sliver, I'd be like, oh my God, I want to get married with them. Like just like insaneness. Yeah. And like if they didn't email back within a day, I'd freak out. Like I'd overthink everything. And I had to, my solution was therapy. Yeah. And then just learn how to like realize that. 99% 99% of the time what you're thinking is not what's happening. Yeah. And that they're generally just busy or if whatever. It's hard though. It's like takes a lot of like training yourself. You yeah, it basically comes down to it's like self-control. It's yeah. Cognitive behavioral therapy. I will do the same thing like if I really start to like someone or even get like a crush on someone, I, it begins like slowly but then it starts to escalate to like oh my god like we are gonna get married or like what would it be like to have kids with them and like oh my god like my last like will i take their last name and like what or just like will we merge it or like will we like hyphenate and then it's like how are our lives gonna work out like what's our house gonna look like like what and it like goes into building a future that like doesn't exist and truly the only like i've caught myself doing that like a couple times and in the early now in the early stages of doing that i just like i'll just stop it before it can really even go anywhere like i'll notice that i'm doing it and then i will make an effort to not do it and like that even goes as far as like because after i do like the like future thought then i love to just like daydream for like hours and then that's, it would go that's into just like, such a waste of energy and I it's think. a total waste and it's like it's just spinning wheels i on think like it's nothing. fun to have those like obviously enjoy those feelings and have fun with it but like when you start to future think too much at least for me it just becomes exhausting it's exhausting it's exhausting for you and as you said it's exhausting for your friends because it's literally being like do you think he's gonna write back do you think he's gonna text when should i text and this is everyone is guilty of the text games and all that shit like you're not alone and that whoever you're dating is probably doing it too mm-hmm. because basically the way that people think about first dates is kind of psychotic a little bit like i've rarely met someone that it doesn't ask a question about 
if they're going on a date that's literally like, should I text back now? Should I wait till tomorrow? I mean, literally yeah, everyone says that. I feel like the best way to just handle texting is just like text back whenever you see their text. Like try not to play this. But then games. there's a lot of thing where it's like, I should play it cool. The whole, that's it's so just exhausting. like, yeah, it's really hard. I say three texts a day max. <laughs> is that a lot? It's a lot. I don't know. I just Depends like, on the person. I, I, I don't want to go down like a text, like gaming text. Ugh, I'm trying to just that, be yeah. more like I text when I feel like it. Yeah. And like not read way. into. Just don't future think. And the, it's hard to do, but. But I think that I like the talk space thing where you just like word vomit onto like a therapist. Yeah. And also if you just play out the day, like if you think about like, let's say you do. Like if you play out the thought in your head that's stressing you out and you think about your, like your the actions you can take and you actually think them through like how, what's going to happen in the next three hours if I call this person right now or if I do this and you really think about it, you're like, oh, actually this is not pressing and not necessary and I should just chill out. Yeah. And that takes like less than five minutes and then we'll alleviate you of your stress because you'll come away with it with the thought of, oh, this is dumb and then you can leave it. As opposed to being like, what if, what if? And like just thinking, you just have to think it through and be like, what actually is going to come of this? Yeah. Also, I wonder if there's like a genre of person that you find yourself in this situation with over and over. Like, is like an there... aloof bro. Yeah. Like just like. Just like whatever. Because the last time I really got like so obsessed with someone, it was like mm. a total genre. Jesus Christ is who we're talking about. Yeah. When I got obsessed with the Lord <laughs> and gave myself to Jesus and decided creationism or die. It was like. Yeah, it was like it was that was a red flag because I was like, why am I the fuck am I like flipping out over this person? Yeah. And look into like what it is about them specifically that's like triggering all these feelings. Did you figure it out? Yeah, it was my daddy issues. I know it all comes back to the parents. It all comes back. Just recently I had a breakthrough about a parent and how it was affecting something in my life. And I was like, really? I was like, for fuck's sake, are you serious? I was like, mom, damn it. Because you think you're like, oh, I'm done. You're like, never done, done up there. You're never done. I Even had... when you think you're done, you're not done. So if you're kind of feeling bummed about something, don't worry. You'll feel more bummed later. Yeah, <laughs> you'll find a new layer. Yeah. of like pain to uncover. Just want to like leave it on like that kind of note. Like things are sometimes good and sometimes they're bad, <laughs> but often they'll get worse. <laughs> there's always potential for things to get yeah. much much worse yeah. but there's also potential for things to get the better saying when things like it can't get worse is just wrong it shouldn't exist because it can always get worse. it can always get worse always. but it can also get better true i love that that's really wait I did like, you just come up with that yeah i love i love any sort of like saying like you really hit the nail on the head yeah you're like the thing about life is like sometimes it's bad and then sometimes it's good. Yeah. It's true. Who's yeah. denying it? Not me. Let's do one more. Uh, one more. It's a law one. It's just the short story. It smells stinky. Is that a fart? That is a sour fart. Oh my God. We, I still smell it. This couldn't be a fart. Do you smell the smell? <laughs> Oh, it's kimchi. I was literally like, I literally was like, there's no way your fart could smell like that. It's sour. Yes, it's stinky. But do you smell the kimchi? We learned how to ferment. It's, 
it's so time consuming and smelly to ferment and for one meal months later to have to have this hour of stink you did have a fart but i think the kimchi covered your ass <laughs> i'm sweating you are your beads of sweat and tears of laughter are falling down oh my god that smell is disgusting did you make this we remember how we took a ferment we took a fermenting glass where we come <laughs> the widest thing you've ever said you know what it's called using things it's called foraging and using you foraged we foraged where did you go out literally on like the side of a highway you can eat everything no you didn't i did you foraged all the things that you fermented and no we fermented cabbage differently but we forged a salad and forged like mustard greens from the nature and put it in just from out and about yeah just from literally just like walking the in road the road wow yeah that's why this class is great <laughs> it's free food it's called using using food instead of wasting it i love but, that but i will say the process of fermenting is a long and arduous process of stinking up your house Wow, and all this time. For if just I, like a few bites I just and three waited, months. If I had just waited it out and not decided to be honest and truthful, I would never be this embarrassed about farting on the podcast. You, I just can't believe you were owning a sour, rotten kimchi smell. And you were like, that's mine. And I was like... <laughs> well, I didn't know. Cause and I, I sat here and I was like, there's no way. I've never was, smelled a, a, fart, a sour fart this sour. It was a silent moment for me that was What like, was yours? Was your sort of like dog shittish over there what no was, what were the notes stop <laughs> what were the notes stop nutty no it was kind of sow <laughs> <Simon's laughing. laughs> it was kind of like a sour little poof and then i was like oh my god and then i smelled the actual <laughs> you saw me going, and i was like <laughs> yeah and then i was like oh my god you gotta own it just own it <laughs> <laughs> did you think that intense kimchi was you i didn't know oh God, i thought I maybe you just got trolled by the kimchi your own fart <sighs> well you know guess that was... what it's that's an example of things getting worse oh my god yeah you but thought... now they're gonna get better because i'm gonna read some one okay, last okay. reader okay 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 hi lara Ooh, that kimchi is real stinky a few <sighs> months ago i was driving out of the grocery store parking lot and texting with my friend about vanderpump rules while driving three stoplights later i see red and blue flashing lights out of the corner of my eye i look up and notice it's for me fuck a motorcycle cop so i know i'm gonna have an extra terrible time i pull over still texting and the officer asks if i know why i'm being pulled over she's doubling down yeah i hold up my phone and say for this i finish my text while he's talking to me and hand him my license and tell him i don't have my registration but i can pull it up on my phone via the app i hand him my phone and he says kareen says Stacy in and is and always will reign supreme and I will die on this hill. I looked at him and I said, I think you mean Stassi, but she's right. That's a hill worth dying on. He handed my phone back and asked me if I was taking this seriously. I explained to him that the <laughs> second not. I saw his lights, I knew I shouldn't have been texting and driving, but since I was already going to have to fork over a chunk of my hard-earned paycheck on top of the taxes that already pay his salary, why not finish my conversation about something I do take seriously? The greatest show on television. I ended by asking him if he could please give me my ticket as I had places to be. He told me you have no respect for authority, do you? I rolled my window up 95% of the way and pointed to the crack I left open and told him to please slide the ticket in with my license as I no longer (laughs) felt safe. (laughs) 
I locked my doors, went back to texting, and waited for my ticket. He slid my ticket and license through the crack, and I refused to look up at him. I, still looking at my phone, asked if we were done here, to which he replied, find a more important hill to die on. I wanted to react, but instead I rolled my window and waved again, not taking my eyes off the phone. Most cops are trolls. (laughs) I love a 95% roll-up. Just (laughs) only talk through the teeny crack. We... This is really funny, but I don't love that you just love driving and texting. Yeah, that's like pretty dangerous. And people die a lot. Yeah. I mean, sorry I, to yuck your yum. You really yucked everyone's yum. <laughs> but her, your yum is dangerous. This is a Debbie Downer check in <laughs> moment of. Like, I love your 95% no care of cop, but you should have gotten that ticket. Yeah. Well, she knows. Yeah. But it is funny. It is really funny. I I lolled out loud when I read that. The 95% of the, the way. I don't cracked. feel safe. I don't feel safe. I'm going to try that with a cop. Yeah. I should, I should be like, that. I'd be like, oh my God, ow. Should I just do owls? Ow. 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 Oh my God, ow. Oh, what are, officer. Ow. Officer, please. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God. This is the when? ultimate white privilege scenario we're painting well, up right now. You know what now. I realized too is that. I really pl- handled the cop situation all wrong. Which one? When I got pulled over. Oh, the recent one. For You've had a lot. Which one? Teenage years. That I, that was way long ago. I'm talking about the most recent cop troll, and that I should have just gone into full blown, just like fake cry mode. Because <laughs> if you Jesus. give them the power and I'm you just go head. into total victim, like please don't do this to me, please. <laughs> God. And you just like cry, oh, then they'll let you go. If someone had footage of you doing that, it would go viral and you'd be known as like the horrible white woman that cried to get out of a ticket. Uh, crying to get out of a ticket. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not white privilege to pull any of the moves. And it was white privilege of me to even scream at a cop like <laughs> that. And I forgot you off. screamed. Yeah, I yelled and said disrespectful things. But it's also just a known move to like cry i've never done that that's been my go-to always except one time when i was a teen and i just start sweating profusely in my pits and get really like (gasps) and i'm like yes yes okay yeah i have ptsd for the longest time whenever i would see cop lights my inclination is to not fuck with cops yeah, because I would be like, oh my God, do I have drugs on me? And then I was like, no. I, I just, for me, it just looks like a, I don't really want to like increase the headache when I'm with a cop. I triple down. But the I'm, next time, if there's ever a next time, I'm going to go into full Oscar worthy cry zone. You tape it for me. Don't let it leak on the internet. I want to see it. Just put your phone on the dash or something and like tilt it towards you and tape yourself crying hysterically it's like that little girl that taped herself crying and sent it to like a presumably a mom to get something to be like yeah! and then just like totally and sobered she, up afterwards she was literally not crying yeah all you'd have to do is be like are you serious right now please don't do this please i didn't mean to i really didn't i'm so sorry what's your excuse what were you trying to get home to no my excuse was that i was at the valet stand oh. I re- my excuse was that I had a pr- I was pulled over with, as you do when you pulled to it was crazy anyways looks like this pod's go. coming to this an end pod has come to an come end coming to an end the pod about nothing yeah. the pod where we came to the conclusion that 
life is sometimes good and also it's sometimes bad. <laughs> yeah. If you beg to differ, please DM me. What's your <laughs> argument? Life is always bad or yeah. life is always good. I don't even know. Yeah. You know what? If you agree or disagree, email. DM. DM Ed or DM me. Email the podcast, babepodcast at gmail.com. If you want bonus episodes, including one that we released yesterday that was pretty lol, you can hit up patreon.com slash babepodcast. If you're a new listener, like and subscribe. Give a five-star rating. Yeah. Don't give a one-star. No. There's only one one-star. I can't mm. remember who it was, but I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> burned into your memory also that was a statement that makes no sense i love i want to i'm gonna get i'm gonna log into evan d and then just leave us with like a tidbit of wisdom yeah no you i'm not me do that yeah i love candles scented (laughs) premium no a tidbit of wisdom is like you know sometimes when you're tired you're hungry totally and like things can be like good or bad and like and that's just like how like yeah is. it's just like how it is and like stand-up comedy is like sometimes really great and sometimes really bad just like deal with it i love that and just you know anaconda's on all her also true that's a fact there's no debate there yeah in my book that's just like hardcore that is literally the same as climate change is real that's just like Anna a- Kendrick is a vape law that's a white people facts moment <laughs> that's like things to know about white people if is i'm a denier account, of anything they account for the most yeah vape laws in the world and also the probably i would say the most nulls in the world mm-hmm. true yeah so if you know anna let her know about this pod don't don't <laughs> i love don't whoever's gonna do it, it's gonna do i it. don't want to start a war I would love to see a war premiering in a contract. She would I not even do would. it. She wouldn't even pay attention. I hope she's not. so rich. If she were broke, she would pay attention. Because it's ruining her career. All right, end this. Let's end okay, this. we gotta go. We gotta yeah, go. We, we gotta, gotta go. go. It's time to. It's time it's to stop. So it's crazy. We got things to do. Sometimes you can keep going, and sometimes you need to stop. Yeah, and this is one of those times. <laughs> Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.